following is a quick recap by Clandy and Trustful, including the introduction of the teams from China and Korea. Hope you like it. Let's get started. Let's go through some of these matches from week eight. I'm going to run through the scores and you interrupt me. Tell me to stop if you want to say something about them. Sound good? Go. All right. First one on April, uh, sorry, not April or May, March 28th was the Guangzhou charge losing to the Shanghai Dragons three to nil. What do you think about I that? Think, uh, I think that's about about right. I think that's what we were expecting. The sweep, you think, too? Well, I don't know about the sweep, but I think Shanghai winning. Okay. The result. I mean, they got they got uh, they got some pretty good players. Iziaki, Fleta. I think Fleta played very well. Yeah, they get they got some good guys. I think that's about right. Okay. Moving on. Cool, cool, cool. Next was the Chengdu Hunters falling to the Hangzhou Spark three to two. I think that was semi surprising. I thought five. that I just I thought that um Chengdu was a better team just based on last season than they were going to play, but it's only the first game. But, I mean, also, Spark has a lot of good players. BB, you know mm-hmm. all about them. Mm-hmm. Godsby, uh, Guxu. I mean, they they got a pretty stacked roster as well. So, uh, I'm not – I guess I'm not surprised that they won. I just thought – I'm more. I'm a Chengdu guy. Yeah, I, I like that. Notable on that, too, is Hangzhou actually pulled the reverse sweep, too. Chengdu went up for, uh, two, 2 nothing, and Hangzhou came through and won the last three. That's, that's always cool. The, rever- the reverse sweep is not an easy thing to come by either, so that's impressive. It's cool. It's cool when you see that, yeah. Okay, the next one. Was the Toronto Defiant going up 3-1 and Boston Uprising? Getting the dub? I think that's about right. I think if we had to put our money on it, we would have went with Toronto. Yeah, I think so too. Some say Kareev, some say Kareev. I thought maybe Boston could play well and and sneak in, you know, get to five maps. Uh, yeah, I happen. thought they might be able to to go a little longer match wise, but I think uh, at the end of the day, most people probably were going to put their money on Toronto. So I think it's an important victory for Toronto at this time in the season to to win for sure to win th- these ones that you got to win now. Yeah, they got to start turning the season back around. Yeah. All right. Next. The Seoul Dynasty took down the Los Angeles Valiant three to nil, three nothing. Well, I think that the Valiant are a talented team, and I like a lot of their players. And we talked a lot about a lot of their players already in past episodes. Um, I think that Seoul Dynasty just has one of the more talented rosters in the league. They're just uh, like Fitz, Profit, Gesture, Bedosin. They're just stacked. I predicted that they would go two and zero this weekend. Well, we'll get to their other match later on, but uh, I agree with you. I like I like the dynasty. I think one thing when it comes to fantasy that you might want to worry about is the fact that they might not go to five games very often, especially if they're playing a team who's just not on their level. They're just going to three zero them. And if you got a guy who plays all those all those maps in that match, you're probably good. But if you got a guy who subs in and out, he only plays one map. Not the best look for fantasy, but we'll see. Yeah. I think uh, I think they're going to be up there with the top tier teams. I think they're sure. going to be a problem. I think they look good. Logan agrees. You hear that? She was like, "Clandy's right. Dynasty. All oh, in. I hear. Push her in." Um. 
All right, the last one on Saturday uh, is one where you called me during the match to make sure that I was tuned in. And uh, it was right as the Gladiators were up 2-0 on the shock, and they ended up finishing the deal and winning 3-1 against the San Francisco shock. Those Gladiators did. Did Was there... Was there someone who was like really high on the gladiators and like really liked them? Do you remember? I know somebody who <laughs> might have starts with trust and ends with full of himself. Oh boy, he's gonna be full of himself now. He is full of it now, that's for sure. Oh boy, I shouldn't have even brought it up. Yep. I think gladiators are, are a good team. I think so too. I think this is a really interesting match. This might be a match that I go back and actually watch again just because um I thought it was really good. Just a great it match. A, yeah. It was a good match. They I had, think a, they had there a, tie. Was a tie in there. Yeah, yep. so I'm looking I'm looking back through the overview here. Map one on Elios, the gladiators took two O control map. On Route 66, the Gladiators won 1-0. The Shock didn't even get to the first checkpoint on Route 66, which is wild. The Shock finally came back after a little break um, in Numbani. They won 3-2. Uh, and then Volskaya Industries, they actually tied on. They tied 3-3, so they forced a game five at a still 2-1. And the Gladiators are able to take Oasis, the last control yep. map there. So good for Gladiators. We we were saying and, they were te- they were going to be tested this week, and they were, and they passed. They had passed at least what? one of the tests. The more the more we see them, the more I think about it. The more talent there is on that roster. You see, OG got a lot of playing time. Yep. Instead of LH Cloudy, I remember we talked about the fi- fact that he was a big signing that could happen. Bird Ring and Mirror held it down. Space was nasty. Big Goose Shaz. Everybody just stepped up. They look really good. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think all those guys might be fantasy relevant. Yeah, and we saw a few different players play for the shock, but one one question mark that we had from they the did f- have uh, Violet was in the whole time. They did have Violet in. They had Architect in, and they also had. It's cool because and they Moth. had. Yep, they had um, Sinatra at uh, Tank playing Zarya a lot. That's too. that's cool. It was cool, but it did not amount to a win. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, but it's in the future. Even it, it's just fun to see different different players mm-hmm. do different things. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was the last one on Saturday. Ready to move to Sunday? Do it. All right, so your Chengdu Hunters disappointed you on Saturday, but on Sunday they came back and they swept the Shanghai Dragons. Yep, it's nice. See, that is pretty good because Shanghai looked really good the day before, and then they go. Day two, and then all of a sudden, they trounce them. Yeah, just like that. It's nice to see. Nice to see. We see a lot of these same teams. We saw all these teams based in China play each other. Essentially, they went back and forth, and there's a weird circle of who defeated who. So the next one, Hangzhou Spark versus Guangzhou Charge. The Charger able to take three two in game five. What do you think about that? Spark first charge. Yep, the charge able to one. Charge lost day one. Spark one day one. Spark one day one. Yeah. And then they flip flop. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Yep, yep. 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 I mean, I don't know. It seems like these teams are just pretty evenly matched. Right now. So yeah. the dragons beat the charge. The charge beat the spark. The spark beat the hunters. And the hunters beat Shanghai Dragons. 
Like it's just a big loop. It's a big loop. We'll never know. So right now, I, I think it's too early to say. I'd say based on. Could you ask uh, for anything right. more exciting than that, though? No, that's great. I like that they split. What are they all one and one now? Yep. Except for all the Chinese teams are one and one. And so yeah, we'll we'll get the Seoul. Seoul, yeah. We'll Seoul. get there in two matches. You ready? We'll we'll move on and we'll talk about it all. Uh, all right. Florida Mayhem, Atlanta Rain. Trustful's Atlanta Rain. The 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 Rain get it done on. What was that thing that we said they were gonna do? They were gonna sweep. Again? No, we said something else. They were going to roll. Rain was going to roll. Close. Really close. Atlanta was going to what to their throats? Slash? No. Stomp? We don't do stuff. Yes. Stomp stomp on their throats. Stomp and slash are both pretty And they did. And they sure did. You remember remember I said they were going to stomp on their throats? And you said, oh, do you think they're going to 3-0 them? And I said, "Uh, no, I think they'll win 1-1. 3-1. 3-1. But I was wrong. It was 3-0. Should have just went with it. Yeah, you, you're feeling it, feeling it. We saw... Um, feeling it. Oh, we did see Baby Bay, which we talked Edison about. Edison and Baby Bay. Oh, he might not be in. But we did not see that much Erster. We didn't see any Erster, actually. Or any Erster, you're right. Which, to me, is... I don't know. It's kind of uh, concerning, to be honest. Because might have pooped on your fantasy might... team. Yeah, we'll see, because Erster killed it so much the week before. He was your must-start, that... to my opinion, on that DPS Right. Line. Yeah, like it seems it's weird because I'm getting an unfortunate New York Excelsior vibe <laughs> from the situation. Yeah, yeah. And it might be tough to predict Atlanta's DPS starts. Or it could be a thing where if they think they're definitely going to win, they're going to play like basically whoever the fuck they want to get practice. Teams, teams like that are high risk, high reward on weekends where they only play one match because your guy just might not play at all. But yeah, I'm, if he does, I'm more confident both both uh Erster, Edison and two of or all three of these guys in Baby Bay will get in. If you started Edison uh, this match, week, if there's two games. If you start Edison this week, you got to be happy with it. Right. I'm just I think if you, they had played two games you're seeing all of them for sure, but if you get a quick 3-0, that's it. Especially against a team game, they're they're expecting I imagine to to handle the mayhem so they might, you know, Sharp got some time in there. Who yeah, you know true. just put some get him, get him some time. Mm-hmm. You ready to move? Yep. All right. Next, the dynasty played the other Los Angeles team in the Gladiators, and they beat them three to nothing. Wasn't as good of a showing for the Gladiators. No, but you know their Gladiators weekend was already on a plus after that day one. They were able to get a um a tie out of the dynasty too. They lost three L, but it went to four games. They did. Yeah. I think on I think on Eichenwald, right? Yes. I remember that. Yes, you are correct. That was a nice tie. Yeah. Solid tie. You know, so they passed the eye test. Yeah, I had to honestly, say the gladiators. They did pass the eye test. Even though it was a three O, I honestly thought that maybe it was just me being hopeful, but I thought there was a chance they could turn it around still, even after they were down 2-0 and then the tie. Yeah, but that, that's, a, that's a good time. You would be like, okay, you know, that tie isn't the first step towards this turnaround. Right, but Soul, I think Soul's just that good. Yep, I think they're at that upper echelon, which is cool to see if they uh, if we get to see them clash with another top top echelon team. And there's one more game left, I believe. Right? There was one last game, which was the Valiant Taking down the San Francisco Shock three to one. So, so shocking weekend. For the shocking. <laughs> this one, this now, one is crazier. At a one to and me. two record. 
So th- this is crazier because Valiant. Well, it is and it isn't. Valiant, we both agreed were a pretty talented roster yeah. last week, right? Yeah. And we thought they were pretty good. But then they go to Saturday and they get 3-0'd by Seoul, right? Yeah. But we, I think we could also agree that the Gladiators might actually be a pretty good team as well. And they got 3-0'd by the Dynasty. So I think maybe Dynasty's just that good. Definitely something to think about. So Dynasty just might be joining the upper echelon with the oh, uh, I think Vancouver's I think they're there and, the, and Philly and Phillies yeah, and San Francisco at this point. But San Francisco isn't up there yet. Not if they're one and two. Yep. And then uh, and then Valiant maybe they're just a good team and they lost to an even better team. Yeah. For the for, for day one, and San Fran I think is going to have to figure their shit out. You What's... know, I think they got. I think they almost have too much talent on their roster. They're doing like these like like cheeky doing, things. Exactly, because because they're using their talent to be more cheeky when they in reality should just be putting them at their best positions and. Most of them, these teams know? we don't see make that many substitutions. Can I go through some of these substitutions through these maps through these maps? Yep. So on Busan, this is again the Valiant Shock match, the last one of the weekend. Mm-hmm. On Busan, I'm just going through Shock Striker Sinatra, Super. Choi Hoban, Architect Moth. Okay, Architect on on Healer again, I, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. On Dorado, Striker Sinatra, same. Smurf Choi Hoban made one move. Violet Moth made another move. Mm-hmm. Right? Was that one or two? Moth, two moves. No, Moth, Moth was still there. So Moth was in there for map one and two, but they subbed Violet in for Architect, and they subbed Smurf in for Super. Numbani, yep. they sub ANS. Is that ANS or ANS? I don't even know. We'll go ANS. ANS for Striker. Sinatra stays in. Choyobin stays in. Smurf stays in. Violet. And then they bring Rascal in for Moth. Right. And then the la- Paris. ANS Sinatra, still same. Smurf. Oh, that's, this one's actually the same. But for whatever reason, on, on the side I'm looking at, Choyobin got moved to the bottom. But that's actually the same. Uh, Paris and Numbani. ANS, Sinatra, Smurf, Choyobin, Violet, Rascal. Troy Hoban, did, did Troy Hoban play uh, Saturday much? Uh, I think he played one map. Yeah, he didn't play that. No, he didn't. First day, which I was surprised by. Uh, let me see. They they played five maps. I think he only played one or two. Let's let's double check. He played the first. He played Elios. He did not play Route 66. He did not play Numbani. He did not play Volskaya Industries. Yeah, that was surprising. And he he only played the first lost. Elios. He's... I think they lost because Troy Hoven wasn't in. Oh, he's a monster. I'm just throwing Hoban. it out there. You gotta get Troy Hoven in the game. Um, he's on my squad, so he's like a second round pick for me. So I'm with you there. That's um, everything. But yeah, I agree. San Fran's getting a little too cheeky. Yep. Pick a lineup. Pick a roster. Maybe it's just early season trying to find. You know, like this is basically week one all over again for them but, too, because their first week. Was so long ago. It's like you gotta get the kinks. Imagine out you're the head coach of like the Golden State Warriors a few years ago, and you're at the very beginning of the season, and you have like a little, like mostly the same roster, but a few different pieces, and you're trying to find like that death lineup, that lineup that like in the last four minutes of the game you need to win the game. Who are the five guys you're putting out there? Who are the six guys for for shock that they're gonna put out there when it comes down to you know playoff time? Do you want my answer for the shock? Yeah. yeah. Who it should yeah, be? Yeah, I do. I think they should be starting Sinatra and Architect. At DPS? Yeah. Okay. I think they should be starting 
Joey Hoban and Super. Okay. And I think they should be starting Violet and Moth. I agree with all those. That's it, their six. Except every who, match. Unless who your DPS? Like a, DPS, I could see a rotation. But the other four, I'd keep. I had Sinatra and Architect. So sometimes if you need to take Moth or Violet out for Architect for a certain map, I could see it. But I still think that, you know, for to play to play support. But otherwise, I think that those six plus maybe... Who, who'd you leave? But you, well, see, like the Edison thing is, is not if, in if there. they get a map... If they get Smurf's a map where, where one of their yeah, well, if they get a map where one of their uh, backup DP, I wouldn't change their healers unless you're it's for architect. Yeah, and I wouldn't change their tanks. I'd keep those. I two like tanks those two tanks all the time. But unless there's like a certain a certain um, map where one hero is maybe better than another, where you want to bring Striker in to play like a Reaper or something, because he absolutely wrecked it week one remember that mm-hmm. when striker just went ham like maybe you want to do something like that over having maybe sinatra play a tracer or doomfist or something like that then that makes sense but otherwise i think you should pretty much always be putting sinatra and architect in there because architect is just a beast too but yeah i don't know if if one player is performing particularly well at one hero and practices and scrims and is on a certain map really good at like a widow or something and you want to put him in I get yeah, for other than that I feel like you you sit there and you stick with it I agree I'm there I'm there it'll be exciting to see as they shake out I can't wait to see them play a team like Vancouver or Philly or Seoul or some of these other or or the XL or Atlanta these other teams who I feel like are at the top yeah, I agree.